0: From mutton chops to mustaches, Gillette has been the leader in both comfort and precision for over 100 years. And now, it's at a brand new low price. So continue the legacy and pick up your Gillette razor today, now at Walmart.
1: Success in life comes when you simply refuse to give up. On a mission so strong that obstacles like failure and loss only act as motivation. I mean like, no one has the power to shatter your dreams unless you give it to them. Yeah, I go from tragedy to majesty The victory has been woven into my tapestry My adversary's not cut from the same flag as me That's why the champions will be who it has to be This ain't the type of opportunity that just appears I made it here because I shed blood, sweat, and tears To get the title I forever have my sights on This is where I become an American icon yeah. If you a champion, show me you a champion If you a champion, show me you a champion Thank okay. you.
2: back to Passion 360 and King Underground Media. I am your host, T-Rex. We're going to welcome Torrance Rudd to the show.
3: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's
2: Torrance Rudd of Passion 360. Glad to be here today. And also, we have our special guest, David Rocker. He's joining us today. Hey, how's everyone doing? I'm excited to be on the show. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. Um Tell us about yourself. Uh, I know you was an All-American in high school, also in college, and you went on to play in the pros. So what what has that been like for the life of David Rocker? Well,
4: it's a childhood dream that came true. Um, inner city kid growing up in the inner city of Atlanta, having a childhood dream um, to want to be a professional football player and facing the challenge that a lot of kids uh, deal with today in a sense of Whenever you start telling people your dreams, you have to watch those dream killers, you know, the people who are going to become haters or, or tell you you're never going to be able to, to accomplish that dream. So you start fighting against those peer pressures in the sense of uh, believing in yourself and pressing to, to make it happen. So it was just one of those things that I had to keep fighting through it. And, of course, from that, being able to make awesome decision to go to Auburn University and uh, still facing those challenges there. You know, it amazes me how uh, – through all the things that you can achieve, you'll still have people who will still be hating on you, right. still still saying he's not good or anything, even though you become an All-American. It's still um, those who are going to have something to say about it. So it just has has uh, been very interesting to see how, even though you can get to the pro level, mm-hmm. you can know, still have people um, that can look at pros today. Right. And they'll say, oh, that guy is sorry. And it's like, wait a minute, this guy is doing what only 1% of people on earth get to do. <laughs> And right. you can speak out your mouth at a guy, sorry, something. So it's, it's things like that that still just uh,
2: blows me away. Now, how have you applied those skills, those skills that, you know, you work mm-hmm. to get to that maximum level and to play professional football to your personal life? Well, uh, one of the things that
4: um, I, that really uh, attracted me to Torrance Rudd was when he just started talking about uh, Passion 360, it reminded me of what to become a professional football player in a sense of truly having that passion saying you know what i want to make this happen and doing whatever i needed to do to make that dream come true Mm -hmm. so it's it's making that transition of being able to stay with that same passion that i had to play football i now have to apply that in other areas of my life and that sometimes can be uh be difficult because you'll You'll try to figure out, well, it's got to be a different type of a plan or a different type of way of doing it. More so than saying no, with that same passion that you used to become a professional football player, now just up to that to become a businessman or entrepreneur, whatever you're involved
3: in. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I want to set this interview up with David because um, although we know each other, mm-hmm there were certain characteristics that I've seen in him that even though he's been out of football for quite some time now, he still has that same work that work ethic, that same drive. And so, you know, with Passion 360, we're talking about change your world. Once you become passionate about anything, it'll change everything about you, it'll change everything around you. Um, so you have people who are passionate and you have people who are in their passion. So that's, that's two different things. You know, somebody working in their passion they just passionate about that thing, but when you're passionate about everything that you do, you're just a passionate per- person, and so that that affects those around you, and you know that's one of the things that David has done for me. You know, he's a, he he he's helped me to to continue to strive and be great in everything that I'm doing. He not he don't know this, but you know I'm saying <laughs> this, you know. So
4: you trying to make me cry? Bro. Are you trying to make me cry? <laughs> so it, it's
3: it's just been exciting. So I, I just want to you know want you to just share with the people you know about. The hard times, the good times, and let them know that it's not all always glory. You know, people always see the things that television shows, the media shows. They don't see the hard work, they right. don't see the dirt, they don't see the mud. You know mm-hmm. how you Absolutely. had to get out in the mud, as people say oh, yeah. it. You know, they see they see the shine, you know, they see they see you scoring the touchdown, they see you, you know, getting the endorsement deals, the bonuses, and all that stuff. Right. But they don't see the things you go through behind the scenes. Yeah, um, everyone always concentrate on on the on the
4: high points and. And playing professional football, one of the things everyone focused on, especially on Monday nights. Everyone always what, wanna watch the Monday night football yeah. game. Love seeing the guys run out the tunnel with the smoke and all that stuff. That's what everyone's attracted to, but they don't realize the months of work that that you have to put in before you get to that Monday night game. And uh I would say for me one of the the biggest shocks was uh being able to play professional football and you have a ton of so called friends. Yeah. And and the thing with what just uh, what tripped me out was, as soon as I retired, you have no friends.
5: Wow.
4: wow. You you have guys who are not calling to check on you, you, yeah. you, but yet now when it was time to to hang out or go and eat, yeah. oh they know your number then, you know, because they're ready for you to to sponsor them and and wow. do all this all this good stuff. Right. But now when you make that transition in your life, you're still that same person. You're just not doing what you used to do. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, okay, well, you're not a professional football player anymore. You have no value. And that tends to work on you mentally a little bit because yeah. now you start really questioning yourself. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I mean, am I more than just a football player? So that's when you have to start turning uh, to your inner being. And I know for me I had to turn to my faith in the sense of being able to, to grow in that area and start realizing um, that people are flawed, uh, people are emotional, people are you know, right, right, right. in a way of um, always seeking stuff. And, not, and so, you know, you just really, uh, that sends up a flag when you start really watching people. And I say for me, um, that may even uh, probably develop some trust issues in a sense of when I would meet people from that point on, yeah. it's trying to figure out right off the bat, what's your angle?
5: Yeah. right. Yeah.
2: Now, from post-career, what was the biggest thing that you took away from Plans on professional football? Because I know you were saying that once you got finished playing, people stop calling you or getting in contact with you. So what is the biggest thing that you learned from playing
5: professional football?
4: I would say for me, the biggest thing that um, I took away from it was learning to really appreciate genuine friendship. And I think one of the things one of the words that we uh, use so often is, oh, that's my friend, that's my buddy. But if you really had to be bluntly honest, you have a ton of associates.
5: <laughs> you, know? oh, yeah. you just
4: can't walk around and tell people, hey, this is an associate of yeah. mine I mean, you have to just go ahead and be honest Oh, yeah, this is a friend of mine Or, or this is a buddy But if you really just cut through the chase You just realize, no, this is an associate I don't, I don't really talk to you um, So you start to really appreciate and value having true friends I'm talking about uh, that person who's going to love you No matter what Highs, lows, disappointment, mm-hmm. flaws, whatever They're in your life to be your friend And they're going to be honest with you and um so those are the that's one of the biggest things that I guess I've learned uh from uh from you know since leaving since leaving sports is being able to really uh appreciate that genuine fri- friendship that uh the genuine friendship that I have now.
2: Okay. Um are you currently still involved with in athletics in some kind of way? I am. Okay I
4: am. Okay. I um I um I coach high school ball at Fayette County High School, uh, right outside of Atlanta. And uh and I'll be honest with you, to me it's more so of a thing of, of really trying to teach these kids about life more so than uh trying to play professional football i think everyone thinks they're going to go to a d1 school and they think they're Mm -hmm. going to play in the professional ranks ranks when they don't realize one out of every ten thousand actually Mm -hmm. get that opportunity to play on that level so uh while i'm coaching what i really try to do is instill character and and try to get these guys ready for for life and i don't care what level you're on i don't care whether you have millions of dollars in the bank or you may be somewhere at, at a low point uh i think everyone can agree life is hard, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> life yeah. is hard. Now you can wake up every day and you have to put on your mask and try to front it off and, and, and get through your day. But, um, when you come home and you, and you have to take off your armor, oh, you know, right. and just throttle down, yeah. um, you realize life is hard. So, um, so my thing now is trying to teach these young people that don't take it for granted Right. and, yeah. um, and realize that if I'm being hard on you on the field, I'm not being hard on you just as a coach, but I'm trying to be hard on you. So you understand that you'll be tough enough to endure
2: life. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more David Rocker.
1: See ham on the track! Sumas Corner, everybody on your feet. Step into our stadium. You know what we bout to do? Come and represent your colors, but you leaving black and be We
2: Welcome back to Passion 360 and King Underground Media. I'm your host, T-Rex, along with Torrance Rudd, and we have our special guest, David Rocker. So, we,
3: now that we're back live, I, I have a, a question. Um, we're talking about passion, and we're talking about um, just meaning what you say no matter what. Um, and I think a lot of people get it misconstrued that, you know, if you're not passionate about something, or if you are passionate about something, that means that you won't fail at anything. But one of the things that I've learned is I've learned so much because of the things that I failed at Yeah. and I think success comes and I, and a lot of successful people will tell you that success comes from learning from when you fail. Now the problem is when you ultimately fail is when you don't try again. Right. So I want to talk about, you know, the, the, we we talked about it earlier, getting out in the mud, but talking about the things that people didn't see that you failed at, you know, because some people, uh, you know, think, man, I can never do that. Or, I can't do that. Well, everybody's not called to be a David Rocker. Everybody's right. not called to be an All-American football player. And so that's the thing. I think people get discouraged because they don't know their lane. They don't know where they're supposed to be in life. They don't know how they're supposed to run in their lane. Right. So finding where you're supposed to be, Finding your lane, finding your niche in life, finding what God has called you to do and not looking at someone else. You can look for someone else for inspiration and say, I like how he didn't give up. That. Right. So I'm going to take that inspiration and, and use it to and not giving up. So let's talk a little bit about that, you know, the, the failures of David Rock.
4: Well, I can tell you this. One of the greatest failures um, that I learned from um, go all the way back to ninth grade, even though I was a big kid and I played on the varsity, I can remember my high school t- coach telling me to always play low, stay low, stay low. But, you know, it, like like so, say, so many of us today, whether you're young, whether you're old, you know what it's hard? Right. It's mm-hmm. hard for us to receive instruction. Right? You know, sometimes what I call life lessons. You yeah. have to learn from life lessons. I'll never forget being put in a football game, and I got ran over. I mean, I, I, I got ran over. But let me tell you something. <laughs> that failure
2: mm-hmm.
4: changed me in a way of saying, you know what, that will never happen again. I learned from that in a sense of saying I've learned the importance now of of fu- fundamentals I learned the yeah. importance of taking instructions now from someone else humbling myself yeah. in order to do that so just from that one failure, you know what now i I, I learned hey I got to start doing something a little bit different so mm-hmm. and then you start um you start to build off those different failures right. and and you have to realize failure is a part of life. I think the part that throws a lot of us in life is that when those, when the failures start having so much distance in between them, you'll get comfortable. Yeah.
3: Right. You know you what yeah. I'm talking mm-hmm. about? When
4: you, you may find your passion or you may find something that you're doing well and you're doing well at it for so long that yeah. you tend to forget that it may be a failure that's going to come in life. And mm-hmm. when that failure happens, it throws you for a loop. Right. It, it's being able to, um, you can be married for 15 years and yeah. you know what when that marriage fails yeah. you start questioning yourself yeah. saying am i a failure when it's like no you're not necessarily yeah. a failure but the marriage failed yeah. so now you start kind of examining yourself do i really want to do this again so now what are you dealing with now now you're dealing with a fear factor of life when it's saying no you know what you've got to try this again you got it you got to." You've got to Let's right. go back to that theory, you know. For me being a sports guy, yeah. let's go back to that theory of when you got ran over. Yeah. How did you respond? <laughs> what did you do? Did I lay there? Absolutely no, I did not. I yeah. got up. You know what I mean? I had to reset myself and go forward. And those are the difficulties I think with all of us. I mean, I'm just really being transparent that all of us may still face even in our lives today. When you start getting into your 40s and right. 50s, you know what mm-hmm. you don't want to do? You don't feel like starting mm-hmm. over again. <laughs> right. you, know? you don't. You don't feel. You don't want to you just want everything to be to be smooth but you have to learn to press through um, press through and still uh, find your passion I think that's one of the things that um, again going back to back to you what you've helped me in an area of of something I've been struggling with I mean people always see Dave Rockett a football player but when I started when I really look back at it I always see myself being that guy who was 280 285 when you start being 300 plus You're not that same guy, right. and now you're trying to what? You're trying to find what do I need to do different, and boom, Torrance World come and say, you know what you need to do? you got to find your passion. Yeah. and Now, find the same passion that you had playing football and start applying that passion to to losing weight. But yeah. the thing with is, is, it's totally different from an 18-year-old right. body yeah. and a 48-year-old old body. Absolutely. So you just have to start knowing how to make the adjustment, right. and, yeah. and uh, it's going to take a, a lot longer. Yeah. You yeah, know? Right. And that's what we don't want. We want what? We want that overnight yeah, want deal. Overnight so that's level. why we always right want to now. try
3: to find a pill yeah. to take or something. <laughs> I mean. man, that's everything, man. That's yeah. everything in life. We want it quick. We want it right now. And when it don't come right now, we, we jump off the boat and say we're gonna find the next right. thing that can come quick. You know, weight loss, whatever it is, reaching mm-hmm. goals, starting a business, right. whatever. We want to just you know we want it to come quick, man. And one of the things that football taught me is to fight through adversity.
5: Right. People yes. don't.
3: A lot of people don't understand. You know the. You know they see a guy's lined up to play football, but it's a lot that goes into that, man. It's structured, Mm -hmm. man. It's it's discipline. It taught me a lot. Taught me brotherhood. Taught me loyalty. And I'm gonna talk about one of the phases that I had, and it was a life lesson for me in football. I was a freshman, and it's rare for a freshman to start uh, in varsity football. Right. Um, We had summer workouts. We had two workouts. You can come to one in the morning or one in the evening. I was the only guy on the whole team. I'm a freshman. Freshman. Mm -hmm. I went twice a day. You know, because I, I want, I know, I knew, and I still understand to this day, I don't care how gifted you are, hard work can't be overlooked. Right. Even if you're not good, Mm -hmm. the coaches, whoever the boss say, man, he's not really good, but man, I just can't overlook him. You know, they're going to talk about you. Mm -hmm. So I went, um, nobody ever told me good job. Nobody ever gave me a pat on the back. Nobody ever said, wow, kid, this kid, kid, so the season starts. Man, I'm giving my all at practice, man. When they call for a scout team running back, you know what scout team is. You're the <laughs> hitting dumbest. So I would run out every time they needed to kick and turn, I would run out, man. Nobody else wanted to go out. Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe we got to maybe like the – we had four more games left in the season. I'm still just a scrub. You know, nobody ever told me a thing. And uh, I, I took my, my coach. My coach was my English teacher, the head coach. And he told me, he said, Rudd, he said, I was just getting ready to start playing you on Friday nights, but I see where you gave up. Wow. Man. Wow. That was you know that register, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm like the whole time, you know, so what I took out of that, you may not get a good job. You may not mm. get a pat on the back. You may be doing a good job. You know, there's a scripture, one of my favorite scriptures says, Don't grow weary and well doing. You know, if you're giving your all to it, don't stop because you never know when you're right close to your breakthrough. You never right. know when your breakthrough is right there. So that just and so I so needless to say that summer, going into my sophomore year, I knew I had my spot, so I was, mm-hmm. so nobody was going to outwork me, you know what I'm saying? So, so that that was just a life lesson to me: never give up, never quit, man, no matter what, you know. And, and, um, and here's another story for me, and, and I, I want to ask this question with, with you yep. because of where where we are in life now. Mm-hmm. I didn't go and play college football, you know, I wasn't an all American, but I still loved it, and I think right. that when I played, I was pretty good at it. So even just on a low level of me playing and when it was time to stop, you know, I felt insignificant. I felt like that's because that's all I had, you know, I'm in high school. I feel like I'm the man playing football. I'm good. That was my identity. I say that. So I feel like that was all I had. So fast forward years later and I realized, I come to realize that I can be great at whatever I want to be great at. I can put whatever I put my mind to. And so Mm -hmm. that same passion that I had, at the ninth grade football player. I applied it to my life now. Of course, I'm not playing football, mm-hmm. but I'm still applying that same passion and, to my life that whatever I do, I want to do it well, and I want to be an example for other people. So my mm-hmm. question to you, um, David, is after all the light go off, after all the shine is gone, what do you have? Because, see, to me, I still see David Rocker. All American, <laughs> yeah. all American football yeah. player. But what right. goes on in your head when it, when it's all over and said and done?
4: Man, you know what? That's a very that's a very good question. Um, yeah. Believe it or not, one of the things that become that can become frustrating is you know it, when people do see you, that's mm-hmm. the first thing. Oh man, I remember when you played at home. Mm-hmm. I remember when you're doing yeah. this. I'm like, even in your future, you're always over. You know, you're yeah. always uh, reliving your past yeah. over and over yeah. again. Um, I had to get to a point of just embracing that yeah. in a sense of saying. That was a great accomplishment, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that that happened because that I, that's what I worked to achieve and now mm-hmm. it's moving forward now in other areas yeah. uh, that I want to become an all American in you know, my goal oh, now is to, is to be an all american husband that's you know
5: that's good to
4: be an all american man and and doing that is being able to do what needs to be done just like with a team concept yeah. uh doing whatever needs to be done to uh to be the best to be the best at it so it's being able again like you just said take those things those principles that you used in sports that that passion and now being able to apply it in other areas of your life and i think a lot of times especially with men and i'll say you know i do have a heart for men Mm -hmm. um when we start talking about being a man outside of a sports arena or outside of the boardroom, yeah. now now we start feeling a little soft. Come on, let's go. You know what I'm <laughs> talking go. about? Start feeling a little soft when it starts saying, hey, uh, okay, listen, I need you to, to really work on having some passion about being a great husband. Can you do that? Yeah. Can, can you really do that? You're like, no, what, what I call being a great husband, as long as I'm I'm, I'm bringing in the chick, right, that's yeah. it. When it's like, no, 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 how about cuddling sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's okay, bro. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you still amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it's being able, it's being able to uh, do that. It's being able to um, uh, men can always tell their daughters that they love them, but can you right. tell your son that more yeah, so right. than making them, oh, well, I don't want him to get soft. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. No, no. I, I want him. I want all my, I want my sons to know that, listen, your daddy loves you yeah. because mm-hmm. what I talked about earlier, is hard. Is. <laughs> about, oh, man. And, uh, and you can't go through this, through this thing uh, by yourself. Every, every, every man talks about being being a boss or, or being a King. Um, but what, one thing that I've learned is especially, uh, in growing in my faith, you know, looking at David, who's, who's my namesake is, uh, Kings need warriors and warriors need Kings there you go. You know yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, if you don't have those people around you as a support factor, um, you have to look out because again, a, a failure will be coming.
5: Right. Right. That's good stuff,
3: man. Um, so, so who is David Rocker now? Who is he? What, what, you know, let us in. Let us in. David Rock is a true man of
4: faith. Okay. Uh, a true man of faith. Um, that's what my that's what my passion is. Mm-hmm. My passion is uh, sharing sharing the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ. But I I would say it's the way that I do it. I think yeah. one of the things that I possibly challenge is uh, challenge the norm of what I call the church. Okay. And now this right here Uh-oh. is going to ruffle a lot of feathers. Uh-oh. But to me. Um, at, I'm not talking all churches. Let me not okay. say that. But okay. it's one of those things. You find a lot of churches are playing. I say playing is all about the money. It's all about uh, what the what the preacher's driving. When it's like, tell me what kind of ministry is really, going really dealing with some real. get down to the nitty-gritty let's yeah. stop shunning the people in the church who um who, who've been through divorces yeah. more so than ministering to them mm. you know let's let's really deal with some of the issues uh that are really relevant today that the church just stands to keep trying to stand at ivory yeah. tower flow yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and, and not deal with and when you start being that person who speak on it, again uh, people. They don't like that. Yeah. They don't like that. They just want you to come in and keep people in their comfort zone when that's, that's not who I am. That's right. not who I am. I believe in
3: challenging your faith um, to grow. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Rex, man,
2: you got anything else you want to ask? Now, you are a leader of young men, being a head coach. How do you push that message down to that generation, like we were saying earlier about they want things in the instant. They see the final product, but don't see the process or the obstacles and struggles to get there. So yeah. how, how do you pass that message down to them that they can do anything through your faith that you believe in and also whatever they believe in, how, how can they grow as, it, as a, uh, a man? It's
4: being able to tell them um, you never can neglect the process. You yeah. never can ne- neglect the process uh, when you see a person playing professional football. Um, he's already 22, 23 years old. And he's already been playing mm-hmm. 12 yeah. years of yeah. football. You know, it, it's not like all, you know, yeah. from draft night, that's the first time you ever stepped on a football field. Right. No, you have, you have 12 silent years, yeah. 12 years right. of, of, of him just
0: Nobody doing knows.
4: stuff in obscurity. So it's being able to get that young man to understand, listen, you have to work sometime and it's not going to be about, about the shine. It's yeah. not going to be, uh, always posting something on, on social media. Right. Look at me in my jersey. Look at no, you, you got to yeah. learn how, how to work. And, and that's what a lot of these millennials don't want to do. They, they really just don't want to do, that's that's, that's <laughs> do the hard work. You know, they just have this sense of entitlement and want things to be given to them. So mm-hmm. it's being able to, uh, to be there and, yeah. and be consistent yeah. in a sense of saying, I'm going to teach you something that's, That's about to be a lost art. And that's just the the basic principles of work ethic.
3: Now, I want to talk about something really serious here, really deep. Um, One of the most one of your most memorable. I I, I read this about you. Um, I think it was it was a play that happened and there was a guy that lost his life that you played against. Is that correct? Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, you know, just give us details and who it was and um, all that
5: good stuff. Well,
4: the guy didn't lose his life. He's, uh, he's paralyzed.
3: Okay. Okay. I apologize.
5: He, I apologize. He's
4: paralyzed. Um, uh, I was a rookie uh-huh. um, and uh, we were playing against the Detroit lions. And uh, just on this very odd play, um, I was going against a guy by the name of Mike Utley. Um, and um, on this particular play, I was past Russian and I jumped trying to uh, deflect the past, and in some odd kind of way, I end up falling on him, and the way that he fell, he ended up uh, hurting some vertebrae in his neck, and um, and he ended up being being paralyzed, and it, it's it's one of those things, again, that will always be a part of my life, yeah. something I'd be associated with, and uh, the thing what I think is amazing is um, how God will work work in ways and i know people are saying you're on the tariff show and you're talking about god well i'm just telling it is what it is yeah, in the sense of i'll never forget one of the unique things that happened was um after that play and uh getting on the plane and flying back and you know we was trying to find out whatever happened to uh to the guy and finding out that he was actually uh, paralyzed mm-hmm. so in, in that home, you know, that's, that's going on in my mind that, man, you know what, you, you know how it would be said, you paralyzed the guy. And this right here is one of those things that I use in the sense of part of my ministry for people who go off to war, mm-hmm. not saying by any means uh, that me mean, uh, being a football player compares to being right. a soldier. I'm not talking about that at all, but what I can relate to is um, soldiers who, who, who struggle um psychologically, mm. with things that happen, you know, traumatic experiences um, in their mind, and they try to, you know, and they have to fight through it. And the thing I was doing my job. Yeah, right. Period. You know, I didn't go out here with the intent on saying I'm going to hurt someone. So um, I just want even if it's any soldiers any veterans who are listening today um i want them to know that they can get to a place of peace yeah. by simply accepting you did not go out saying i just want to shoot up people right, right, right. you were doing your job doing your in job. protecting this country yeah. and i personally want to
2: say thank you
3: That's good stuff man
2: we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be right back with more david rocker
6: can stop me now, I got the power, la di da 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 I got the power, deep down
5: within my heart. Nothing can stop me but Jaja, Jaja. To take me when it's my time, so I give my all to Jaja, Jaja. my soul, my heart, and my mind.
6: Out. Early out in the morning we'll purge them out With a hot cup of tea we we'll are steam them out We don't want them minute, sea I'm pouring out We got tendencies for those burn them out With a lick of meditation breathing out All the negative thoughts we leave them out Any the negative words I'll be cleaning out To go round the almighty one reaching out to All the dirty souls that need cleaning out All the sink aromas need breathing out I'm bleeding out All of the things that be killing us All the stress and the food they be giving us All the lies in the media misleading us These attractive pigs are
5: teasing us I say I'm gonna... I say I'm
6: going away The Live for today, forget tomorrow. No Don't let nothing is stop me now. I got the power. Jumping out of the car Now you wanna go You work all day Till the sun drop low. To your bum Live feed and grow Yes, I know You try your best At the end of the day still correct to stretch Be more careful And protect yourself Cause your body's a simple And that's why you possess The wealth Who would've thought That them heart is dirty Pretend to help And them really hurt We give tongue files
5: I'm not passing dirty That's why I say I'm gonna wait That's why I say I'm gonna wait
2: back to Passion Three Sixty and King of Underground Media. I am your host, T Rex, along with Torrance Rudd, we have our special guest David Rocker here with us today.
3: So now that we're back, I, I wanna talk a little bit about mental toughness is, is a is a sports term, um also a life term. And I just want to ask you, David, how has mental how have you been able to take your mental toughness from football and apply it to life? Because there are going to be times you fall, stomp your toe. For instance, have there ever been a time in your career or how many times in your career have you absolutely wanted to quit and not go back?
4: Oh, well, I can tell you this. I can I can remember when I first arrived at, um, at Auburn University and uh, practicing under the tutelage of Pat Dye, he takes you to a whole other place uh, physically and mentally. And I'm very serious when I say this. I can remember going to practice and really praying, God, don't let me die today. I'm serious now. That's how hard we would we would practice until you kind of get accustomed to this is the way it's done, yeah. and your body tends tends to adjust. So that's that was my first that was the first time I really learned that um, you you just have to sometimes press through it. Yeah. And again, that's a life lesson. Yeah. Sometimes things can get get hard in life. You just have to learn how to to press through yeah. it and and don't give up. Every training camp, when I got to the pros, I can tell you right now, it was not a training camp that went by that I would not be out there stretching in the morning yeah. saying, why am I doing this? <laughs> I, need to, I need to quit this. You know, who, who does this thing? And then, of course, when you get your first check, you realize, oh, yeah, that, that's that's okay. right. This yeah. is, why, yeah. Yeah, this that's is right. why I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, but I can remember uh, Coach that would get us up at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, we would go into the bubble, and we would work out nonstop 45 minutes. We would have this county fair deal, and literally, for 45 minutes, you did not stop moving. It was was full speed. And he would tell us at the end, um, so many times, he said, guys, you may not understand it now, uh, while we're doing this. Yeah, it's getting you ready for football, he said, but this right here is also preparing you for life. He said, once you finish with this, um, and you're done playing ball, he said, you will not have a problem knowing how to get up in the morning and yeah. it reigns true. Yeah. I mean, right now I have no, pro- everything I want to do, let's do it early in the morning. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if there's a job and someone is talking about, Hey, well, you got to be there at five in the morning. It's like, oh, that's easy yeah. to me. You right. know? So it's being able to learn how I can see how the mental toughness, the development yeah. of mental toughness uh, still applies to my yeah. life today. So, and like anything, like any, um, so many people today, you, you've got to be mentally tough mm-hmm to uh, To accomplish whatever goals that you're that you're setting. Yeah. Um, for me, I had to recalibrate my mind. You know, talking with you in a sense of um, it was wearing on me in a sense of wanting to get back to to working out, but going through the elements
5: that that, yeah. that
4: come along with the uh, with playing football. You know, yeah. I've had a knee replaced. I sit right here and two shoulders that are that are yeah. jacked up yeah. and a, and a hip and all this kind of stuff and an ankle and you're just trying to feel oh, how am I going to do this yeah. but you you've been talking to me, teaching me. Hey, you can't do it the way you used to. Right. You, you've got to kind of change some things and do it a different way. Yeah. So it's being able to say, um, as much as I used to used to like go out and and run five miles. Mm-hmm. The five mile running days are Hello. over. Hello, it's a wrap. And, and I accept that. Embrace that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Embrace that, man. But
4: being able to go out and walk three miles mm-hmm. now, I love that. You yeah. know, being able to say, hey, you know, I was walking. Uh, one mile, yeah. then it went up to a mile and a half, then yeah. next year up to two miles and then now you're doing three, so you still, and again, it stirs that passion again to say, you know what, I'm, I'm getting things accomplished yeah. and, I, and I love
3: that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, real quick question and you, you know, you can share with us whatever you want to share or whatever you feel comfortable sharing. What outside of football have required your mental toughness? You know, after football is over, what has required <laughs> For you to be men- mentally tough, I know. I know there's probably several different things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Well, listen, believe it or not, um,
4: you know, and I'm just being transparent with you. A lot of people can come and be fake and phony yeah. uh, about it. Uh, it it has been it has been my faith as much as it as it is my passion um, to to uh, to uh, share the gospel. Man, this it, this has been one of the most challenging things um, that I've ever done in my life because the reward. Uh, can be very minimal to something that can require Man, all oh all God. of your time wow. and the stuff that you have to deal with, like, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. about just about just uh, dealing with people yeah. and you you can't get caught up into your emotions because you'll find out people who just want to take take from you. Yeah. And but now when you're a servant, you just have to hey, say, hey, you know what? That comes that comes with the territory. You have you deal with those who are going to lie yeah. on you and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So all that stuff comes yeah. um, with it. and um, again being transparent. It's not so much of the people in the streets that have yeah. ha, ha, have disappointed me. Uh-oh. And, man, it's been the people in the church. Oh, you know what I'm God. talking about? Wow. So, So that's the stuff that becomes yeah. frustrating. So now that's why I can understand and relate to the brother who was once in church, and now he's not in church again yeah, because no. he's been lied to, disappointed to. Until yeah. you start accepting, because the person goes to church. Yeah means it, nothing. It's yeah, how right. much church is genuinely yeah. on the inside of them. Yeah. You know what I'm That's talking right. about? So it, it's just like um, I don't – do any of you guys get mad with the with the mailman for bringing your bills to the house? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just like, he's just the messenger. Yeah, he's right. just bringing the mail. And I think too many people have began, gotten thrown off in their own faith by getting mad with, with the preachers and this and that. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? Yeah. He's just the mailman. Yeah, you know what I'm right, talking right. about? What, it's some of this stuff that you need to read for yourself, take it in for yourself, yeah. and apply to yourself. As I tell people, when it comes to my face, I swim in I, I swim in lane five. I don't <laughs> care about what's going on in lane four, mm-hmm. lane That's six. It. It's, just me, it. it's just me. It's just me standing lane five. And for those who reach into my lane who, and who need help, man, I love I love helping them. You know, and my whole thing as long as we're swimming together, yeah. let, let's accomplish something.
3: Yeah. And so um, I know we we don't have much time. We have about six minutes. I want you to tell us a little bit about, uh, a lot of people may not know, but uh, you speak all over the country, you know, yeah. to young, young adults, um, older those about, about uh, I think, Jam- Gibraltar Ministries.
4: Right, Gibraltar Ministries. I'm the president and founder, uh, started Gibraltar Ministries back in 1998, okay. uh, and again, speaking all over the country from prisons to uh, sports chapels for auburn the atlanta falcons uh, the saints um all over the country and of course a, a ton of um of of, of church events so mm-hmm. i'm all always open yeah. always open to that so um if anyone wants to uh get in touch uh, with gibraltar ministries um you can always uh, reach out to me via email which is uh g g m i dot dr at gmail uh, dot com or you can uh Call my administrator at seven seven zero seven one four eight two six two, and uh, and just uh, bring me in. Bring me in. I love give, to come give give them that one more time. Give them that contact uh, one more time. Phone number seven seven zero seven one four eight two six two. That it's uh, that's my administrator who does all of my booking. So you can definitely reach out that way, or you can reach out via email. G That's G. M I N dot D R at com And of course you can reach out via Facebook. Just go to Gibraltar Ministries Incorporated. And like, again, I love to come in and, uh, and
3: share. T-Rex, man, we, we thank you so much, man, for, for having us, man. And I can truly say that I can see your passion in this radio business and it speaks for itself. That's one thing about passion. A person operating in a passion, what they're passionate about, they will always get, get noticed. Um, you just, Got recognized by Desert Storm Radio, man, right? Right. You just got picked up, man. That's a major thing, man. Local people doing what they love to do, man. And I just appreciate what you do for the local audience, Hey, I can man.
4: appreciate his mental toughness. I mean, people don't know the, the technical difficulties right. that, <laughs> that we were experiencing right, right exactly. before this show. And, yeah. and T-Rex went to work, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And, <laughs> and made it happen and pulled this thing off. And I appreciate
2: you having me on the show,
4: man. This has really been awesome. Really, really have enjoyed it.
2: Likewise. And uh, I definitely enjoyed. Um, being with uh, Torrance Rudd, you yourself. Um, hopefully, we we'll are be able to do more Passion 360 at King Underground Media shows in the future. This was a great experience, and I learned a lot from both of you all yeah. and learn how to just you know, stay in your own lane and, and believe in your faith yeah. and be able to help lead other people to do better and show them that there's a process and Absolutely. It's not microwave something, like put in a microwave no. yeah. up instantly. So, I thank you. Very grateful for you all for being on the show. Are you having a closing comment or any shout outs you'd like to give out today?
5: Hey,
4: if I, if I, if I got to give a shout out, I got to
2: give a shout out to uh, Passion
4: 360 oh <laughs> <laughs> for being the guy uh, who, who has motivated me. Like I said, even though I can uh, lead people with my ministry, uh, he's come in and did a great job of uh, inspiring me to uh, get back out there and uh, get back to working out and uh, getting this
3: weight down, man. So yeah, uh, man. thank you. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Much love, man, to the to the Live by Terrence Network, man. T-Rex, you guys do an awesome job, man.
2: Thank you so much. And I just want to give a shout-out to my lovely wife, and she's also the CEO of the Live by Terrence Network. CEO. Our kids, uh, DJ EA, Casey, the main event, Voices of Hip Hop, the Hype Magazine, Desert Storm Radio, College Underground Radio. Everybody is tuned in. Make sure you all check us out at www.livebyterrence.com. You can follow us on all our social media pages there, and we're gonna close out today's show with Torrance Rudd. What if hey, can
3: I can I, um, plug him in real quick? Yeah. Hey, Go plug. get my go get my album New Beginning, Torrance Rudd. It's on iTunes, Amazon, Rhapsody, Spotify, anywhere, any Amazing Networks. You can get it. Go get it. It's called New Beginning. Look me up on IG at Torrance Rudd on Facebook, Torrance Rudd
2: Music with a Q. God bless. Also, don't want to forget Genesis Omega. He's on set. He's been on the show many times. Y'all make sure y'all check him out as well. And we do have our Sons AAU team here. Y'all, y'all can holler, give a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> so They've been sitting quiet all they this time. they been quiet all this time. They're here for their all pool right. party. So yeah. we're going to let them have the pool. We're sitting here poolside. So y'all have a God-blessed day, and we're going to close out today's show once again with Torrance Rudd. What if? What if I never
5: got famous? What if I gave my all and found out that I was doing it all wrong? What if I never got any shine? What if people were touched by my music and never knew that it was mine? What if I never travel around the globe? What if I never work with major producers in major studios? What if I'm never in a magazine or riding a tour bus or in the back of a limousine? What if my name's never put in light? Am I doing it for fortune and fame or well, Jesus Christ? What if I'm never even nominated? What if I'm not even good? I'm just really overrated. What if my music never even gets out time? What if I put my pen and pen down, man, and never write another line?
1: What if I never get famous and never put my whole team on? What if I never have a lot of fans? What if I never hit the mall? What if I never drop a hundred bands? What if I never get a Bentley coupe? What, what if, if I, I never, never drive my, my girl through the city with the missing roof? What if I never make it out the hood? Would I still serve God? Would I still think that he's all good? What if I was always overlooked? And all
5: I wanted was encouragement. What if that was all it took? What if I never felt that I was worth care about others as long as i was getting mine what if i did travel around the globe profit the whole world in
1: the process man lose my soul what if i did get in magazines and when i showed up nobody else mattered when i hit the scene what if i did have my name in lights and i was making gospel music but i really wasn't living christ what if i was really nominated
0: Sarah, can you step in here a moment? Sure. So, big news? Oh. You're being promoted to regional sales manager. <gasps> That's great to hear, Alan. Thank you. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Direct workflow. Own- Tens of millions of songs, one for every moment. Amazon Music Unlimited. Start your 30-day free trial today. Automatically renews. Cancel anytime. Sarah, you you can leave now. Okay. Sarah, can you step in here a moment? Sure. So, big news. Oh? You're being promoted to regional sales manager. <gasps> That's great to hear, Alan. Thank you. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Direct workflow. Own- Tens of millions of songs. One for every moment. Amazon Music Unlimited. Start your 30-day free trial today. Automatically renews. Cancel anytime. time. Sarah, you-, you can leave now.
3: Okay.